You are listening to the Young Western Podcast with your hosts, Cheyenne and Montana Donuquette, where we talk about all things from Western lifestyle to your dating stories and honestly everything in between that. Hope you enjoy. Okay, we're back with another episode of the Young Western Podcast and I'm with Rylan and Ali, who I work with, obviously. We did try and um, record this the other night driving home from a night out, but we decided we needed to do a redo just to fine-tune it a little bit. So this episode, I think, is just going to be like a fun little, maybe some story times, maybe some what it's like to actually work on the road. Rylan also goes to college and college rodeos, which um, we don't really have back home at all. So she can give us a little insight into that type of stuff. If someone might want to come over and go to college and college rodeo. Right, Rylan? Yeah. Excited for your input and tell us all about it. But yeah, I think this will be fun. We're going to introduce, so the girls are going to introduce themselves. Allie, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you live, how old you are. <laughs> Expose yourself. Okay, my name is Allie. Um, I am originally from Minnesota. Um, I spent about six years in North Dakota before moving to Texas. Um, I started working in Lampasas for uh, Brittany Tanazi's rehab center, Conquer. Um, I worked there for a few months, and then I got a job offer with Busby's, and I've been with them for mm, about a year and a half. Um, I live on the ranch. I have some of my own horses there. Uh, they're all really young right now, so I'm currently not really barrel racing because I need them to grow up a little bit. Um, I've been traveling with Montana and Rylan. <laughs> Um, we cover a lot of ground, yeah. everywhere from Washington to Florida to California to Texas, um, everywhere in between. It's a lot of fun. We make a lot of memories, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's also a lot of hard work. Uh, yeah. there's a lot of ups and downs and kind of learn, keep learning as we go every day. Yeah. And yeah, obviously we all work together. Uh, we all work for the Busby's and we kind of are a little bit of a little trio. Rylan, yeah. tell us about yourself. My name is Rylan. I'm 20 years old. I'm from South Texas, Victoria. I live um, in Brock at the Busby's. Um, I've been in college for two years studying ag communications. That's cool. Um, <clears throat> I have three horses right now. Live in. This is so bad. <laughs> Shut up, Rylan. I'm bad at this. Rylan's very bad. nervous, guys, but it's fine. I don't know. I don't know. I don't so, know. Rylan, yeah, goes to college, works with us, has mm-hmm. three, uh, two running horses, one younger one, and you, I mean, you grew up with Brittany. Yeah. As in, you were, like, you guys were neighbors. Um, you've literally grown up with her, and this summer being rodeoing with her as well. I mean, yeah. being on the road with her. Yep. And are you enjoying it? Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed being out here with you guys and with Brittany and Andrea. It's been fun. And you don't want to go back to school? No. No, I don't. I have to go back in six days. I don't want to go back. Yeah. So you have to get that education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think that um, you you go to college, do yeah. the college rodeo thing, and then obviously me and Allie just work in the industry. <laughs> but, like, you know, it's two kind of, like, different sides to the industry mm-hmm, yeah. that we can talk about yeah if rylan will stop being so nervous <laughs> <laughs> um okay so ali i feel like so that rylan stops being so nervous we've got to talk to you more first we're also flash swatting here in the 
fucking motorhome because there's so many flies. Um, so if you hear background noise, it's just big owl swatting flies. Um, <laughs> Ali, you obviously are originally from up north and you bow race a lot up there. And up north, so like in America, up north is where it snows and gets really freaking cold, whereas back yep. home it's the opposite. Yep. So you grew up in the snow. You grew up, well, you went to college as well, but for mm-hmm. not not for rodeo stuff at all. Correct. You played like professional hockey? Well, just just some college hockey. College hockey. Yeah, <laughs> to me that's yep. professional. <laughs> Yep. But um, you, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a different world up north versus down south. I mean, even when it comes to the competitiveness of uh, the industry with barrel racing and rodeo. Um, I mean, I think we still have probably just as high quality of horses up there as we do down south, but just the there's not as many. Um, I prefer, I guess, to jackpot for the most part. Um, <laughs> You know, it's everyone's dream to make the NFR. And after being on the road with the girls for as long as I have, I kind of think that that's not so much my dream anymore. And I just would do, like, more circuit stuff, um, like circuit rodeos and just big jackpots and stuff like that is kind of more my cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. I think once you get out and see it and see how freaking tough it is and how much Mm -hmm. it costs and how long you're away from home. Yeah. I definitely think there's two completely different industries for that, you know, or, like... And, I mean, it takes, like, a special breed to to want to make the NFR, to make the NFR because of all the work that goes into it. I mean, people think you just show up at rodeos and you make a run and go to the next one, and then there's so much to it. I mean, we have three rigs out on the road with backup rigs. We have, you know, a a giant crew and, you know, multiple horses. And, granted, I don't know if everybody has, you know, as much stuff as basically we do, but it's quite the process. Yeah. It really is. And it's like, I think mentally it's, it takes a lot. Mm-hmm. Whereas, and especially where we live now in Brock, you can go to a jackpot like any night of the week, like yep. 20 minutes, an hour from home. Yep. And I mean, you can like for a $30, $50 entry fee. And then if you win back, win back a division, mm-hmm. you get pretty good money back from it. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think it's depends what you really want to do. Right. And I mean, you did the, you went and made the American, mm-hmm. uh, what finals was that in Fort Worth? Or like you, yeah, the semifinals. Um, and you had a really cool horse. Yeah, he was he was awesome. Um. But you kind of like, I mean, I guess you haven't rodeo that much, but you've done a lot of the jackpots up there. Yeah, like I did a lot of like circuit rodeo stuff up north. Um, you know, I was part of the Badlands circuit, and we also had um, amateur rodeos that I went to. Um, the American, that's probably one of my dreams and my goals is to compete in and basically see how far I can get with that. That's something that I want to continue to, um, attempt to, you know, do really well at. Um, so once I have horses that are old enough to basically enter that level, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So Rylan, tell us a little bit about, uh, kind of like going to college, college rodeoing, what it takes. Because it's a lot of people like come through that and then go pro rodeo, or even before they've like finished uh, their college rodeo stuff, they'll start pro rodeoing. What's your kind of like? What's your outlook on it? What you want to do? Tell us a little bit about it. Um, I think college rodeos. Mm. So I mean, all right. How do you get to college rodeo? Like, you go to college. Do you have to like keep your grades up? Do you have to have like attendance, all that type of stuff, to be able to enter the college rodeos? And like, how does it work? Yeah, you have to have a certain level of GPA. I think it's like two point five to rodeo, which is that's not super high. But basically, you have to be passing all your classes. If you fail a class for that year, 
they have like small classes you can take so you can still try and rodeo but if you fail a class you can't rodeo um so that's a big thing and does it do you have to pay like extra in your college to college rodeo as in just kind of like fees or like you pay your entry fees at the rodeo and then what else um you have to pay your fees at the rodeo and the region that i'm in you actually have to use a money order to enter the rodeos which i think is silly oh yeah that was really painful that one yeah time. it was just it's annoying because i would always forget and then i'd be running to the gas stations in the morning that i was up and that was real irritating um and but no i think it just depends what school you go to um like we had to pay like fees and you like we had to pay for our vests and stuff like that i know some like other colleges they like kind of pay for everything but we had to pay for a lot of stuff going to tarleton um it wasn't bad though it was fun to like be on the team and you just had to keep your grades up and i don't know there's so many people on the tarleton rodeo team and you're also in like the toughest um whatever it's called region, region. yeah yeah because like I think all of Texas is so freaking tough, but especially college rodeoing or whatever, all those, like, parents have sent their kids to colleges and then they ride freaking cool right. horses. And it's, like, pro-rodeo-type kids in college rodeos. Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of the barrel racers go to, like, go to the pro-rodeos and pro-rodeo quite a bit, um, so it's really, really tough. It's the southwest region. And, I mean, it's tough in every event. The breakaway open, they'll be, like... 200 plus girls at every rodeo and you know 10 make the short round and yeah um i mean it's the same in the bar- there's not quite as many barrel racers as there is breakaway ropers but there's just so many there's so many people with so many good horses like it's not like one girl dominates ever yeah. like it's just depends on you know where your horse does good at and because somebody else's horse may do way better than yours at certain setups and it's and just, it's, it's like different like the college rodeos go around and use like they'll run them at the same places that pro rodeos and shit run at Mm. right some of them odessa i know well yeah i guess some of them but odessa is probably the bigger pro rodeo they have the college rodeo i think it's like the month no the pro rodeo is the month before the college rodeo but and i think they have a pro rodeo in big spring um i think that's pretty much it for what they have the pro rodeos it's not like a white one like a white spring or something Mm -mm, that's big spring oh yeah and how many different colleges go to your college radios um so in our region there's maybe like 10 if wow. that it should be broken up into because the college radios are really f- they're far like they're not all that bad but the, i mean you might travel like eight ten hours to college radio right yeah um there's two that are pretty far away um it's the first um it's portalis that's probably like six or seven hours away from stephenville and then alpine is like seven or eight it just depends on how many stops you take on the way there but it's it's pretty dang far away from stephenville i think they should they talked about like splitting the region up and stuff so the kids don't have to drive that far but i don't know if they're gonna do that or not yeah that was the talk last year and uh yeah i mean i just think it's crazy how many people and kids and stuff go there because like college or doing college and stuff like that isn't just isn't the same back home so it's kind of like a big uh shock to the system when I went to that one with you and it was like running from what Thursday till yeah Thursday to Saturday night and like it's all day pretty much yeah some of them I mean they're all different just depends on how the college wants to gotta fly (laughs) depends on how the college wants to run the rodeo like um I think they're the pro not pro rodeo the college rodeo in Snyder I think they have all the rodeos Thursday Friday 
or all the slacks and perps Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday there's nothing. So you sit there all day till the short round. I so it kind of sucks. You make the, well, it doesn't suck. If you make the short round. It just sucks. You have to sit around there all day. Yeah. I mean, you could drive back and forth, but that one was kind of. I think that one was pretty far. And do you hours. like? Can you make not make good money? Because I guess there's not enough to like continually do it. But how much can you win back at the college radios? I think it just depends on how many are entered. But usually, like if you, like, does it play like a. Yeah. Like an amateur radio? Yeah, like... kind of like an amateur radio. It just depends. Um, I'll pay like 25 to like probably 3500 to win it. and that, But that it depends on what you do in the average and the long go, yeah. the short go. Like, But, I mean, you can do pretty decent if you like 180 it and win, you know, a long round, a short round. Yeah. Average, but if you're going to college radio to make money, you're not going to make money. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. And then you have the college finals, so right. do you have to kind of do good pretty much all those college rodeos to make the college finals? Yeah. Does yeah. it go off money or points or something? It goes off points. You have to be pretty dang consistent um, to make the college finals because I take the top four in each event. And then it, it's something with the all-around, like, team points, too. Like, if your team comes in first, they can take extra people or it goes something like that. I'm not exactly sure. but oh, gotcha. Yeah. You basically, you need to be getting points as much as you can. Yeah. To make the college finals. And is it like, um, kind of like how we think that college is like, do you party a lot? And the college radio is like wild without seeing anything illegal. Because <laughs> everyone's underage at college. Not everyone, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I know the answer, but is it like pretty, and I mean, it's, it's your college experience yeah. stories, right? Yeah. Tell us about your college experience. <laughs> Ali could tell us about her hockey college experiences too, because I mean, we just want to know the juicy stuff. Um, like, do you like? I mean, I know growing up, but it wasn't college radio; it was just normal radios. But we we're all young or whatever, like juniors. You'd go out and party, and yeah. like, I mean, come back and radio the next day or whatever. Like, be up early. Pretty much. I mean, the first year that I college radioed, I partied a lot. Like, we would show up, and we'd stay the whole weekend, and we would just get trashed the entire time. And, um, that was... I didn't do very good that year. <laughs> I, um, so, yeah, there's a lot of... A lot of partying. I mean, and there's plenty of people that go and don't party at all and just, like, get their stuff done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's always people drinking, people going to the bars. I mean, there's always stuff going on. Just party. <laughs> Do people have parties in their trailers? Yes. There is there is more. You would have to, wouldn't you, a lot because everyone's underage? Yeah. Or a lot of people are underage, well, or it, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really much. matter. Everybody has a fake ID. So it does but some places you would go, the towns were so little or the bars would close at like midnight. So you would just come back and like party in a trailer pretty much. I remember yeah. there was this one, it was a huge bloomer, it was so nice. And I like tried to walk in. There was like probably fifty people around the trailer and I was trying to get into the trailer because my friends were in there and there was like probably 30 people in this trailer it was oh my and God. it was a nice bloomer and I was like oh <clears throat> my god like I would have a freak out if people were in my trailer like that that's one thing I was like not happening in a party in my trailer nobody gets near my trailer with all that so shit. it's pretty much just like college life but on the road and like yeah. instead of a house a party, it's a, yeah it's a trailer party yeah I have gone to a few house parties, though. Like, we would leave and go to people's houses because people lived in the towns. Because yeah. usually that's where their colleges were, was in the towns that we had rodeos at. Oh, yeah. So we were kind of ghetto <laughs> sometimes. And is it pretty, like, um, 
you know, like, all the different colleges and different people and stuff, like, they're pretty good with each other. Like, there's no weird fucking, like... No, everybody's pretty good. There's not really any, I guess, like, rivalry or whatever. Yeah. No, everybody's pretty chill with everybody. Um, that I've noticed. I don't know. Yeah. Ryan stays out of the drama. Yeah, it's not for me. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, but the second year that I called Jordi, I didn't party nearly as much. Like, I think I went the bar one time in Lubbock, maybe, but that's, that rodeo was fun. Like, you go to that Isn't rodeo. Isn't Lubbock a really big party town, too, or something? Yeah. Or, like, it just has a lot of bars or something, I've yeah. been told that. Yeah, it's fun. You you better go to that rodeo preparing to go to the bar, because it's fun. <laughs> had a lot more fun my first year than I did my second year, because I had to turn out my second year, because it was so muddy. I didn't uh, want to yeah. get my horse crippled, so I just yeah. went and went to the bar. So it would be similar to pro rodeo or whatever, like, if you're up Thursday and then it rains Friday, you know, stuff like that, wouldn't it? Yeah, I was kind of irritated because I asked for a trade to Thursday, and this girl that had never run barrels before, she just wanted to, um, I don't know what, I think, oh, because they give a trailer, maybe not a trailer, maybe, I don't know, they give something really big away for the all-around at the uh, college rodeo in Lubbock, so this girl entered the barrels and was up when it was dry and I was trying to get up when it was dry and she wouldn't trade me because she was excited she got a perf and I was like girl I just want to run in the dry and she wouldn't trade me and then I was up the next morning and it had rained so much like I didn't I just paid my turnout fee I didn't even get my horse out of the trailer they were like you can walk through I was like nope I'm not putting my clothes on I'm not getting my horse out of the trailer her feet are gonna get wet yeah I'd rather not yeah like there's no point no it was that one was I think that's one thing too that like you know most people in rodeo or horses in general they um take their horse's health and you know best interest and safety as a priority yeah for sure regardless you know what's what you can win or anything like that and I think the people like the people that we're around definitely take it seriously because Mm -hmm. they've like probably done it before and done it wrong and like some people don't though some people don't they don't give a shit for sure yeah (laughs) It's fine, we can swear on the podcast. <laughs> Trust me, the podcast has heard some things. But yeah, I mean, it's a... Uh, I think that the whole college rodeo scene and um, going to college, it's kind of an easy way for Australians to come over and stay, is to go to college. But I never wanted to do that because I didn't want to actually go to school. I'm probably like you. I was like, I would rather work than yeah. go to freaking school. Well, I think a lot of the guys come over and go to school, right? I think and it's rodeo. pretty... Yeah, and I think... Like rough stock, you know, you yeah. don't have to bring, you don't have to buy a horse, you don't have to bring a horse over. No, you just um, because you can get a visa and yeah, go to you school, can, right? Yeah, oh, like and, easy, and you could get scholarships and shit pretty easy for Australian to come gotcha. over and like go cheap. And I think that Australians love to party, so they hear the college life, and then they're like, "Fuck yeah, <laughs> sign me up, sign me up." But yeah, right, college. Rodeo sounds kind of exactly how I envision it. Yeah, it's, you know. But you're not going on the team this year? No, I'm just, like, I just don't like having to, like, it's only five rodeos in the spring, and or I guess five in the fall and five in the spring, but, like, it's always over something, like a big barrel race that I want to want to go to. Like, I'd rather take my horse to the pink buckle than a Yeah, I mean, you've got incentive rodeo. horses, and you've got yeah. good rodeo horses. Yeah, and then just, like, when you have to drive so far to win... Like, you won't even, even if you win it, you're probably not going to get your cost and your expense back. Yeah. So, I'd rather just go to school, get it over with, you know, try and go to some amateur rodeos, maybe a few pro rodeos. I'd rather do that than 
go to the college rodeos personally. I mean, I, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I got to experience it, but it really is just like a youth rodeo with no parents. Yeah, and young kids with freaking big trailers and fancy horses. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You'd be surprised. There's only a few with some, the fancy rigs. There's a lot of them that pull in, and you're like, how? <laughs> how Why? did that make it? <laughs> or there's 47 people jumping out of it, and just beer cans rolling out. <laughs> That's where the party's going to be tonight. Yeah, exactly. So, it is fun, though, but I'm just over that part, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Gotcha. Nice. Well, uh, I feel like we could talk a little bit about, like, working for people on the road and, like, oh. how, kind of how these jobs came about, what, uh, what it takes. Like, it's kind of really fucking hard slog <laughs> I mean I've worked I've worked under you know a lot of different trainers um in a lot of different states you know I've been a loper before in Iowa I've um <laughs> I've rode horses in Montana Rocky Mountain gated horses stuff like that um I've worked for pleasure trainers in North Dakota um and this by far has probably been the best job that I'd have yeah. Um, you know, I mean, working for Brittany at Conquer, that was an amazing job. Um, but I think Busby's are hard to compare with. You know, yeah. They're really so. good people. They treat us really well. Um, the job is hard. There's a lot that goes into it. But for the most part, being a part of the industry for as long as I have, I think it's one of the better gigs. Yeah, I think so. And there's ups and downs to every job. I think right. that um, we're lucky in this. Like, not many people can do it this way. Mm-hmm. But... Um, and at t- like I mean, this summer it's twenty four seven. Like you, you work, you're away from home. You work twenty four seven, and I think that would be like anyone if you're going to do like a driving job or going to help someone out. You kind of have to be prepared to put it all in and help yeah. them, and you will learn a lot. But you've kind of got to sacrifice your own stuff a lot. Oh, for sure. And I think like one of the most important things too is you know being able to get along with your coworkers because I mean, <laughs> in all reality, if it wasn't for you know Ryland and Montana. I don't think I could do this job or if I was working with somebody I didn't get along with or I mean we're just so good at having each other's backs and even when it comes to driving you know making sure that we're not tired um you know just picking up slack where it needs to be and and all that stuff I mean we have a great time regardless where we're at and what we're doing you know we always make it fun even if it's three o'clock in the morning and (laughs) you know we're delusional and trying to you know just get to our next spot you know we either crank the music or have a in-depth conversation um you know, I mean, these two girls probably become my best friends ever. <laughs> so <laughs> that's like the best part about the job is, you know, making friends like this. Yeah, I think so. And I think people, especially people in the horse industry and shit can get like a bad rap and they can be hard and they definitely can't. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we've all worked for people that have been pretty hard people yeah. and stuff like that. But I mean, I think the uh, experiences and stuff, it's, it's a hard job to, if you expected to do it for your whole life, but, uh, just like you've got to make the most of the things you learn and the people mm-hmm. you're around and stuff. Yeah. I mean, we're around like we're traveling with Brittany this year and she's yeah. number one in the world. And like the way we get to see, um, see them all train and see mm-hmm. them ride and practice and stuff like that is kind of experiences that you have to make the most of. Right. It's just a fun <laughs> little thing. It's a lifestyle. Do. Like, you know, when we're back home on the ranch, you, you know, we basically. We don't end at five. I mean, we end at five, but there's still late night calls and there's still yeah. stuff that needs to be done 24 um, seven. But it's a little bit more of an independent job where 
we can go to town and you know we can kind and, like, of have our routine. own space yeah and like stuff like right now we're sleeping in the same trailers and we can never really get away from each other <laughs> but even at home too I mean you know like we're kind of inseparable we do everything together after yeah. work we go get food you know we yeah we ride together just... we do all that stuff um yeah but like my mailbox when I get home is probably going to be exactly packed you know I hope I don't have bills in there that I haven't paid <laughs> yeah. you know but that's just a part of the job is your life kind of gets put on hold and you're yeah. basically working for somebody yeah it is and you have to uh be kind of prepared to just while you're away like this you may as well just put your all into it and mm-hmm. um like fuck get a bit tired but if you want to go and watch someone ride or you know the freaking 6 a.m practices and shit like mm-hmm. ev- all the girls will be there practicing so you can yeah. watch like 10 15 of the top girls in the world practice at six o'clock see what they do in the morning so i think that it's a big um like a big opportunity to learn if you can get in with someone like this Mm -hmm. but what would i mean would you have any like advice for anyone that wants to like get into something like this (laughs) like this type of job or you know how do you do it what do you have to kind of expect you got to stay (laughs) open-minded like and you got to be willing to learn i mean i'm constantly learning new things and um, you know, take corrective criticism. It's part of the job. I mean, you're going to get told what to do and how, how to do it. And you just got to basically adapt. And the biggest thing is just to stay open-minded and probably yeah. not sensitive. You know, it's not for the faint of yeah. heart for sure. Exactly. And I mean, if you've been driving all night and then like something comes across crabby, don't do it <laughs> because someone's probably just tired and hungry and like yeah. hasn't slept properly in two or three months, you know? <laughs> Yeah. I'm not pointing any fingers. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, and I think that especially, like, you have to probably, if you know certain things or have ways of doing things, if you're getting paid by someone else to do it a certain way, you just have to do it that way. And you have to, like, accept that that's the way they want it done um, and kind of roll with it rather than, like, be a bit of a smartass and be like, well, I'm not doing it like this because that's not how I do it. Right. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong coming into this mm-hmm. industry is like they don't want to change or Well, and that's just like it's not a 9 to 5 job. Like, yeah. you know, it is a 24/7 job. Yeah. And there's days where even I struggle with it where I'm like, you know, I don't get paid enough for this yeah. or, you know, mm-hmm. this is out of my pay grade. Yeah. And it's like, no, like that's what you signed up for. Do your job and get it done. Yeah. And so you got your job with Buzzbees through kind of like word of mouth. I mean, you started mm-hmm. working for Brittany. Yeah. You moved down here kind of in a rush, like trying to get away from some stuff. Yep. <laughs> and you got your job at Conquer yep. and then um, Brittany helped you get the job with Andrew. Yeah, I was actually planning on moving back up north. Um, and then Brittany or Andrew was in a bind, I guess, really needing somebody uh, in the middle of the summer run and... Brittany knew that I was leaving and kind of connected all of that together. And I'm really grateful for Brittany um, to help me get this job. So, because yeah. it's been such a great experience. And without her, I probably wouldn't have. So, yeah. And I mean, Rylan, you're the same. You grew up around Brittany, lived next door right. to Brittany. And then um, you're also still at college. So, this summer you've wrote, you've, you've worked every day. Yeah. And then you'll go back to college and you kind of work part time, I guess. Yeah. Just in between classes and weekends and stuff like that. So. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's chill, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I think that it's kind of like a word of mouth thing. And if you can, and some people definitely be shitty to work for, but if you can kind of get in and show that you're willing to work, you could wind up at some pretty good places with some pretty cool people. Yeah. 
So, Rylan, now we're going to make you talk again. Well, was, you literally grew up next door to Brittany and told us, you told us, or Brittany told us how you was like, you were really little, you would run across the pasture. Across pasture. Out every day. <laughs> every day and go Bugged her till finally she was like, okay, I got to give this kid a job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you literally homeschooled after however long so that you could ride with Brittany longer, yeah. right? Yep. From sixth grade till I was a senior in high school, I was homeschooled and I went to her house every single day and we rode horses and rode more horses and more <laughs> horses and we went and ate mexican food and we rode more horses and it was great Brittany's favorite thing to do is eat mexican food yeah. so if you can if you can handle riding with her and working for her you'll get rewarded in a lot of mexican, mexican food. food yeah regardless yeah. like what state we're in or what town we're in Brittany always knows the best place to get food yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. like i sw- i don't know she has to write this shit down for the next people like i'm telling <laughs> her she has to write a book on all this stuff because like where to eat where to yeah. eat, where to get oil changes, yeah. where to... Freaking... She always knows the best deals, the best everything. Yeah. Always Generating has a connection. Yeah. Always. Yeah. We'll be, like, in the middle of nowhere. She's like, oh, that's a good place. Yeah. What? She'll be like, I ate pizza there once. It's really good. It's like, <laughs> back in 2005. But I, I suppose, like, when this is all you've been doing for the last exactly. 20 years, yeah. you know, I mean, you got to gain some experience and yeah. knowledge yeah. about the rodeo trail. And that's what I, that's what I mean. And you growing up with her, but, like, us traveling with her, you... Get to know, like, vets in different towns and right. mechanics and shit just from her being like, oh, yeah, I know a guy. Yeah. I feel like you really can't. <laughs> I wrote down here. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you really can't learn, like, to you have to be you can't, Yeah, you can't be it. taught this. Like, yeah. you have to experience it. Yeah, you yeah. have to be out here and do it. And, yeah. And I think that's also really cool for, like, I mean, me and you and yeah. big Al rodeos around home. <laughs> but, like, we, if we wanted to go by ourselves one day, we could be like, oh, fuck, remember when we were working and that broke down and we got that guy to come yeah. and fix it? Uh-huh. Like, it's just an experience. And I think it's cool that we've had it before we've tried. You know, some people right. go out and rodeo and it kind of fails and or they run out of money or whatever. I think that we've had, like... <laughs> Not to say that that's not going to happen, <laughs> but at least we've kind of seen these things. We know where to eat Mexican. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've, you know, been through, I don't want to say been through it all, but I feel like no. I've been through it all. Like, just yeah. rigs breaking down. You know, I had a little experience. Uh, Monty actually saved me on this one. I was putting <laughs> gasoline in the death tank. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was really scary. I had to siphon it out and whatever. Yeah. And, I mean, we learned things. And it sucks. I was like, when you make mistakes like that, it's embarrassing and you don't want to come clean about it. You don't want it. Like, you want to yeah. fix it yourself and... But I've learned the hard way that you always have to just own it and then deal with it. And usually your bosses have a better way of dealing they, with yeah, it. Yeah, they know. Yeah. so Someone that can fix it or a way yeah, to fix it. Yeah, kind of just take that ass chewing and learn from it and don't do it again. And yeah. And get it fixed properly. Yeah. Like, I think <laughs> if you were, like, a rookie or something, if you could go with someone that's rodeoed a lot, yeah. that's your best fucking bet rather mm-hmm. than trying to... If you were going to go hard, you know? Right. Yeah. I agree. Yep. I mean, we've blown tires... We've had vehicles break down, horses try and die. Yeah. (laughs) It's been... Yeah, you just have to know. And, like, just simple stuff, like knowing what to give a horse if it gets sick or where to Mm -hmm. take it or whatever. It's just all stuff that you can't, like, you kind of experience it and get Mm -hmm. to realize how it works. Yeah, there's no book for this. No, (laughs) even though I want Brittany to make that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that'd be different. It'd just be, like, her personal experiences. Yeah. But you definitely can't be taught it. Yeah, I think so. Um, so you would run across the pasture to Brittany's house. <laughs> I just want you to tell us more about growing up with Brittany because, I mean, no one else has. Yeah. You're the only one. It's kind one. of a big deal. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's like, she's like... Like, my... what did she teach you? Like, what did you... Not what did she teach you. What did you learn from that? Like, she's probably the hardest fucking worker we know. Oh, absolutely. And just... I mean, I don't... Like, I'm just... I'm so used to it that I'm like... You don't look at it as a big deal. Like, how no. we see it. Like, we're like, wow. Yeah. 
That's so cool. And you're like, what do you mean? It was like (laughs) the normal thing. Like I would either run across the pasture or she'd come pick me up on our way to do errands or she'd pick me up from, because I did go to school twice a week when I was like in junior high and high school. So she'd come pick me up from school. We'd go ride. I mean, what, like what horses were like Duke was, were you there for? Um, I was there. Duke was crippled basically when I kind of started. So he was kind of past. Well, then he came back. So, oh yeah. Um, it was Duke and then Garrett had an old rope horse and, um, there at her place in Victoria, there wasn't like that much room for them to be like turned out to like have a normal retired life, I guess. Yeah. So I had my horses about 30 minutes away from Brittany's house and, um, it was at my grandparents actually. And they had like really pretty big coastal pastures and it was just really nice. And me and my mom were like, why don't we take Duke and DC? That was Garrett's horse's name. We were like, why don't we just take him here and turn him out and let him live? their happy little life away Mm -hmm. and we put duke in the pasture and that sucker started running and we just took a video we're like oh look how cute he looks and Brittany was like holy crap he looks sound (laughs) so she sent a video to marty and marty was like start putting him on the walker so i caught him after turning him out (laughs) and started putting him on the walker and then we got into the vet and started getting him back and then that's when she ran him for that little bit and one slowness and how old was he there like roughly maybe like 14 oh yeah so not that maybe old, that's but... yeah. exactly no but yeah I mean so yeah Duke was there I was like I mean I watched her train Katniss and um she was kind of running Mona a little bit <clears throat> well Mona was trained when I kind of started helping her every day and stuff so I got to watch Mona's career and stuff um, well, I mean, you claimed to fame with Birdie. Oh, yeah. You ran her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got <laughs> Tell to... us about getting to run Birdie at a high school already, right? Yeah, I got to run Birdie at a high school. Well, actually, I got to run... No. The first time I ran Birdie was actually at a little jackpot when Brittany was pregnant. Because when Brittany was pregnant, I got to run all her horses. It was the best thing ever. <laughs> You'll, like, get pregnant again. Yeah. yeah. Like, we, want, we need Tinley to have a, a sibling, we think, but yeah. Brittany's... She's like, like no, before that. I was like, no, I'll run your horses. It's fine. Yeah, so I got to run a bunch of her horses, which was a lot of fun. And, it, like, I got to run Birdie, and then she had some other horses, but um, she sold them. They were just, like, open rodeo horses. And, oh, my gosh, I was in the best shape of my life then because I rode everything. You were. Yeah. But, yeah, that's but what I run. mean. You also, like, had worked for Brittany probably since you could freaking walk. Yeah. And, like, done the hard yards and ridden pieces of shit and were there every single day. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was just, like, the norm. Yeah. Like, for me, like, I didn't think anything of it. It was just, and I, like, like, I was just there because I enjoyed it. Like, I would go and we would do anything and everything we had to do all day. And I loved every single second of it. Like, I'd wake up, go to Brittany's. I'd be like, school? <laughs> nah. Go to Brittany's. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, my dad would be like, why are you going over there? I'm like, well, because. I love <laughs> Brittany's cool. It's what yeah. I like to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was, it was a lot of fun. And I would, when she moved to Lampasas, I was so sad. <laughs> so then you went to college and Stephen was yeah. closer. <laughs> yeah, I did. And then, yeah, it was just, it's been great. She's helped me with my horses. She's sold me lots of horses and it's been awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you, I mean, you went, like, when she's going to the NFR, you go to the NFR and watch her and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, there's all the cute little pics of you in your <laughs> NFR feet. Stop. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's really fun to go watch her. I'm like really excited to watch her this this December. And hopefully we all get to go, yes. even if we're working. Exactly. <laughs> the perks of the job. We'll go, yeah. we'll work. It's fine. <laughs> it's it's not bad. It it would be fun. 
if I can get out of school early enough. I'm going to tell my professors I'm, I have a huge surgery planned or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need my liver um, replaced. I mean, <laughs> surely I'd be like, listen, yeah. I have this thing. Yeah, it's just, it's nothing crazy. Let me take my final, the first day. Let's see if I pass. Yeah, <laughs> surely that will work. What's your uh, advice for people? Either wanting to go to college, college radio, work for someone, like, tell us your um, input. I think my advice to go to college is don't, uh, <laughs> don't waste your money. Don't, don't do it. Yeah, I mean, I like I really did enjoy my first. I mean, first I feel like year. everyone has to get the college experience. The college experience is great. Like, I'm honestly grateful that I went. I was a little bit wild, a little bit crazy. If it, if it's not, you yeah. know, I, I know people that are, and I think. It, well, I think if they're not wild like, in college, they might be wild as forty year olds or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think everyone gotta get no matter system what, early. Yeah, everyone <laughs> yeah. goes to a party stage, even if they don't early, they're gonna do it late. I'm still trying to grow out of mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Then college rodeo, like, I think everybody should, unless you, like. Yeah, like, have, it's a good experience. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd i say do it. If you have the horse, like, that's decent enough to go rodeo on, go do it. Go experience it. It's fun. You make a lot of friends. Um, and I also think it's, like, a, it could be an experience to set you up to decide if you want to rodeo. Right, yeah. Because it's kind of that. It's, like, a next it's level, similar. but, yeah. yeah. I agree. I, yeah. It's chill. <laughs> it's chill. You had a chill time. Yeah, had a chill time. Except last semester was not chill crippled when horses crippled horses tried to cripple your horse tried to run bobby yeah. bobby said no to a very small college <laughs> indoor pen hey he kicked butt at the jackpot the day before though yeah he did he did i was he like did. oh we're winning this next one <laughs> <laughs> then i saw the arena i was like damn that's smaller than the video <laughs> you're like just um kick, kick. A, kick a lot and don't, don't ever don't ever try and make him turn just keep kicking yeah my bad Bob turns. <laughs> Bob turns hard. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Any other, uh... I mean, I guess working for somebody just, um... Uh... Oh, you know, living, working with Brittany, what's, what she taught you to work fucking hard. Yeah. Basically, I mean, work for what you want. Like, that girl is dedicated. And if one thing I've learned from her, it's just... Stay on top of your shit, keep your shit clean. Mental toughness. Yes. Yeah, like, very, like, she's a little bit, um, sometimes she can detach her emotions, I yeah. feel like, from, maybe from, Life. like, this. Okay, sorry, we just started getting a phone call. Um, go on with your really important advice. What Brittany's taught you. Oh, I need a list. <laughs> I don't know, I mean, she's honestly, like, my second mom. Like, if I have a problem, I call her. If anything happens, I call her. Like, I call her for basically everything, unless if I have my like, actually sick, then I call my mom, who's a nurse, and I'm like, what medicine do I take? <laughs> but for, honestly, anything, I call Brittany. Like, she's just, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I've just, it's, You've grown up with it, so it's yeah, kind of, like, not as, yeah. but I mean, I think, like, like, there's so many things. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously with horses, there's, I could go into a thousand different things, but just in life, like, get your freaking fuel filter changed, man. <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, big on a, an oil change, too. Yeah, oil change, yeah. fuel filters. I mean, like, just work really hard and, you know, never stop. And She's work also really hard. And <laughs> work really hard. If you want to go after it, like, no one's going to hand yeah. it to you. Exactly. And I think and we're going to get her on soon. Um, I'm pretty sure I'll get her to sit still soon for a little while. Maybe yeah. when she's driving at 3 a.m. I know. <laughs> That's when I have to get her. But, yeah, uh, yeah she kind of just... 
gets it done yeah. and all the time. There's no bullshit. She um, also like is very uh, straight to the point. Oh yeah, favorite part about her. Yeah, Brittany's probably one of the realest people I've ever met. Yeah, and that's yeah. what's so great about her is you'll know if she doesn't like you and you know if she likes you. Yeah, I mean, in either way, like you know, she's gonna be genuine and she's gonna be honest and yeah. And I think you'll know if you've done something wrong. Yeah. She'll tell yeah. you. She, she will. will get over it, but she'll tell yeah. you if you've done yeah. something wrong. You can yeah. tell it in her face, even if she doesn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I said some dumb shit to her. What was that one thing you said? Oh, I just asked. I called some drugs a different type of brand, and she was like, it's the same thing. I was like, oh, okay. That yeah. was one how of the many, first times I met her, so I was a bit scared. How many uh, people make the short round? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how many people make the short round? I think I asked Brittany this uh, twice, and the second time she... Really made sure that I... She was like, it's 12 time. every time. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> All right, Brittany, we don't make short rounds like you. Okay? <laughs> We're not used to it. Oh, perfect, perfect. Well, do you guys have anything else to add? No. <laughs> <laughs> just keep living the dream out here. I feel like we could cover so many things. It's just, I don't know, kind of has to be in the moment. Type of yeah. Day. Like, next time something crazy happens, just turn your podcast off. Yeah, and then I we will. And just discuss it. Like next time we freaking run out of toilet paper or something. <laughs> we won't. Because you make me yeah. buy all of it in the store. Well, I had a panic buy of the toilet paper after we ran out. Okay, that was scary. She was like, buy every roll. I don't care what they say. Every roll. <laughs> yeah. We'll be loaded down. I mean, we make our fair uh, share of mistakes, but I feel like for the most part, we're yeah. pretty good at And I mean, you're going to. It's a, it's a job. Like, yeah. people make mistakes. It's just... So, I mean, try not to make the mistakes with the horse because you don't mm. want to fucking hurt it. Don't make it again. But yeah, if it happens, you just fix it. I mean, it. And that's what's nice about Brittany and Andrea. You know, like they understand that shit happens. Yeah. You know, they make mistakes too. And, and they've been very open about being like, if something happens, just call and we'll figure yeah. it out. You know? Granted, I would like that to be my last resort, but <laughs> it still yeah. has to be like our first one. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it is, it is fun out here and just the experience and stuff you get. It's tough. Yeah. It's really freaking tough. But if you want to. If you wanted to come over or come down from somewhere in America and find someone to work for, I think you definitely can. But you just got to be willing to kind of put maybe your personal stuff on hold for a little bit and learn, mm-hmm. figure out the ropes so that it will benefit you in the future yep. if you wanted to do it yourself, you know. Yep. Perfect. Anything else to add, Ryan? I thought you were going to say something. No. <laughs> <You're> done? <laughs> Ryan's finally lost the... She's finally ready to talk and she's like, no, I'm done. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you both for coming on. Um, we were forced. <laughs> yeah, you were. But people people want to hear American accents. Honestly, they'll love it. They'll be like, yes, finally. <laughs> Everyone wants to hear from Americans. Okay, thank you. Are we on? Well, should we start our OnlyFans? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect. Just wait. We'll add the we'll add the uh, our handles in the in the description. <laughs> Perfect.